Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, aka Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. All right, as we record this, I'm in my office. I'm sitting on the couch, chilling, thinking about what there is and what there is. The trade deadline has come and gone. The White Sox have decided that they are not going to make any real moves. They got Gerard Dyson a couple days ago to kind of add another speed element to their team. But other than that, they're saying this is what we got. This is what we're rolling with. So that you understand where my what my point of view is, I would have preferred that the White Sox go and try and get an established starter. Someone that in game three of a playoff series, you could put the ball in their hands and feel comfortable with them getting you through five. As it stands right now, if the choices that are on the table for the White Sox are Gio Gonzalez, Dylan Cease, Reynaldo Lopez, or Dane Dunning, I'm not comfortable with any of those four starting game three of a playoff series. Let me go through each guy and tell you my feelings on it, okay? Gio Gonzalez. I really like him out of the bullpen. I actually like him as a piggyback option throughout the season and maybe in a playoff. Like I like him as a length guy in your bullpen where maybe you need two innings or you need five batters or whatever it is. I like him in that role than him starting a game. Reynaldo Lopez. I really want it to be him. I really want to be able to trust giving the ball to him and him Stepping up and realizing all of that talent that is clearly there. There's clearly some talent with Reynaldo Lopez. It's just a matter of harnessing it. And for the last two years, they've struggled with harnessing his clear talent. The kid's got the stuff, man. He, It's in there. I'm telling you. Like, I... I hate to be this guy, but I'm telling you, it's in there. But this isn't any time to experiment with that. So, let's talk about Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease has made strides. He's made very good strides over the last couple of starts. He's another pitcher that clearly has... Stuff And when he's on, he's got Nintendo stuff. He's got that video game stuff that you can't hit. I imagine that if the playoffs started today, if game three was today, and Giolito and Keiko were not available, that they would probably go with Cease. He has the profile of a pitcher that could be a big-time pitcher. It's just a matter of 
when's he going to believe in himself as much as everyone else believes in his stuff? Because when that happens, look out. Because the guy has got the goods, dude. He's putting it all together. I, I mean, I know I said the same thing about Reynaldo Lopez. I'm more confident about what Dylan Cease is capable of right now than I am Reynaldo Lopez, which brings us to Dane Dunning. Dunning is fascinating. He's had two opportunities, and in the nine and a third innings that he's pitched, he's struck out 14. That sets up as the type of profile, a swing and miss type dude that you want on the mound. If I were managing the White Sox, And the season ended today. Like, I needed someone to start game three after Lucas and Dallas. He would be on my list high. On my list. I think he's got stuff. I think he's got guts. And I think he feels like he has something to prove. Every time that I've seen him, and it's only been a couple times, I've been impressed with how he's handled things in high leverage situations relatively speaking early on and the fact that you've got swing and miss stuff to me puts you ahead of of other people so the whites i mean there's other i mean you could theoretically start detweiler like theoretically you could do like a bullpen game i would prefer that they not do that but all in all it feels as if, in listening to what Rick Hahn said, it feels as if there was a vote of confidence that was given from the clubhouse to the higher-ups saying, hey, we got this. We don't need any help. We don't need any help. Like We've gotten this far. This is a good group. Thanks for bringing in Gerard Dyson. But we got it. We got a lineup that won't quit. We've got a bullpen that's been pretty good. And we're ready for the next part of our development as a team and as a franchise. So, I'm not, like, it's not one of those things where I am going to be pounding the table because the White Sox didn't make a move. I completely understand where they're coming from. The idea is that the, the pieces that they already have are more valuable to them than them going out and picking up a guy that maybe is only going to pitch some of the year and then is going to be a free agent or in the case of Lance Lynn, like a guy that could be in your rotation seemingly next year. There is something brave in that. There's also something risky. And let's, let's be real about what's happening here. The 2020 season is unique. We all understand that this is a team that is playing inside of a pandemic in a shortened season with a small sample size. They have passed the test so far. As I record this, they are sitting there in first place. Please don't pitch to Nelson Cruz. They've passed the test. They should be given opportunities. My only thing is, when we're projecting at, at the beginning of a season, 
and we're talking about development of a team. I'm good with, well, the next step that we take is to be in contention in September. They have accomplished that now. They are in first place. When the calendar rolls, they'll be no lower than second place in the American League Central. You're in it, and there's a 96% chance that your team is going to make the playoffs by hook or by crook because of the expanded playoffs. You're never going to have as good of a chance to win a World Series as you are right now. You're almost assured of being in the playoffs, and you know that that lineup's got thunder in it. So why not take the necessary step to win this year's World Series? The only one that you can win is this year's World Series. The risk is you get into into that first series and you're praying for a rain out so that you could put Giolito back on the mound. I mean, that wouldn't be enough time, obviously, but you're trying to figure out how to cover five innings. Let's say you're covering five innings from your starter. And maybe it's a combination of guys, although I I don't that usually doesn't work very well. You don't want to forfeit a game because you don't have a starter that you don't feel confident. And I can't stress this enough. It's in front of you. When we were talking about the White Sox back in the spring, there was a confidence that emanated from that clubhouse that is undeniable. It's it's charming. It's intoxicating how confident these young guys are. I think that for a general manager, it can go one or of two ways. The general manager can make a move and say, I made this move. Because I believe we're that close to winning a championship. Or, I didn't make a move because I believe in the guys that we already have in the clubhouse. Both of those are fair ways to approach team building. This is the team that the White Sox have. This is the group that they're going to war with. I like the group. I really think that they've got some moxie, and I'm very hopeful, hopeful that they are ready for the next thing, that they can take on this next challenge. Uh, Don't pitch to Nelson Cruz. And try to win this division outright. Like now, getting into the playoffs is cool. But you now actually have a taste of the division. And when's the last time that we saw this? What, 2012? When they had a big lead and then blew it down the stretch in September? Here you are, eight years later. Whole new group of dudes. Exciting, fun, passionate. Here's your chance. The general manager put his faith that they had everything they needed in the clubhouse to win. Prove the man right. Thanks for listening.